Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash pro revenge, where OP costs his boss a hundred million dollars. Our next Reddit post is from Angel Fearless. I used to work at a consulting company in Asia owned by a baby boomer European guy. Let's call the owner Dick. To give a brief background, Dick spent his entire career working in the hospitality industry for various hotel brands all over the world. At one point, he specialized in one niche area in the industry and set up a consulting firm to provide consultancy to his business connections. The company employees were primarily expats. I spent my entire career working in the financial industry, and I'm quite a specialist in the field of capital market fundraising. Dick approached me with a great plan to list one of his properties in North America in the stock market. At the time, it seemed like a good project. He also offered me a management position in the company that he set up to deal with the listing process and a good salary in comparison to the job that I had at the time. The agreement said, if any party would like to terminate this agreement, they need to inform the other party three months in advance. Failing to do this will cost the party who initiated the termination a penalty fee equal to three months' salary. Unfortunately, I joined the company at the worst possible time, the year end of 2019. Initially, things were all right. Dick only spent one or two days a week in the office and spent the rest of the week abroad to acquire new businesses. However, as everyone knows, a few months after that, the COVID pandemic hit the hospitality sectors globally. Dick lost all of the business deals he had in the pipeline. His property in North America was also shut down. The only income stream for his company was payments from existing contracts. Dick got stuck in the office for seven days a week with not much money in the bank account. This is when he showed his true nature. Despite our government highly encouraging people to work from home, Dick was dissatisfied with this idea. As a boomer, he wanted to see his employees working all the time. He called anyone who chose to work from home lazy and cowardly. In addition, he would randomly call them several times a day on non-important issues just to ensure that everyone was at their desk all the time. Furthermore, he would assign lots of non-necessary tasks for people to do so that they would need to stay very late to finish off their work. He gave a 20-30% to 30% pay cut to all employees, including himself. However, this will come back up later. And despite all the terrible news about the pandemic, he just wanted to pretend that nothing ever happened and that things would be back to normal soon. Due to the pandemic and the financial status of the company, my role significantly shifted from getting a company listed to selling our assets to whoever gives the right price. During this month, I had to work closely with the company CFO, Fatty. 
Fatty had a very impressive resume with a degree from an Ivy League university. However, for some reason, there was just nothing inside of his brain. He could talk about all the financial jargon all day long, but he couldn't understand even the most basic concepts of those words. Fatty would make basic mistakes all the time and cause trouble for other colleagues. For some reason, Fatty would receive only minor criticism from Dick. Conversely, if other employees made only one-tenth of the mistake that Fatty did, they would receive harsh criticism. We were approached by various buyers. One of them was the largest real estate developer in the country, Mackey. We had a few meetings with senior executives from Mackey to present our North American properties. They seemed to want to invest $100 million to acquire the properties, but then they just disappeared. Later on, we were approached by a private equity firm, Dummy. Rather than acquiring our properties, Dummy made an offer to buy shares of our company. As a result, a series of due diligence occurred. I had to lead the deal from my side. While I was preparing the documents, I found out about the real history of Dick and his company. Dick always claimed to his potential clients that his company had been involved in various projects worth billions of dollars. This was partially true. However, his participation was very limited to less than like 1% of these projects. There were a few projects where Dick's company played a vital role. However, those projects were relatively small. To make matters worse, 100% of these projects failed before completion. There were various companies where Dick claimed to be a co-founder or was part of the key management. However, there were no official records of it. By digging into the financial statements, I found out that all the money that he saved by cutting our salaries, he paid to himself in the form of a bonus. I felt horrible for working for such a phony. However, at that time, it was late 2020. It was way too difficult to get a new job in the middle of the pandemic. The last straw came when we were about to submit the financial model to Dummy and set the valuation. I developed a financial model that would calculate all the potential deals into the valuation. I created a spreadsheet that would calculate the final value. All I needed was the last bit of data from Fatty. After I plugged in the data, Dick asked Fatty to help review it. Fatty complained to everyone that my model was wrong and there were so many mistakes. All the mistakes that he mentioned came from data that he provided me, so garbage data in, garbage data out. I told Dick that it wasn't my mistake, it was Fatty's mistake. However, Dick criticized me for not being responsible for my own mistakes and said that even though it was Fatty's mistake, I was still responsible to verify it. But how the F could I verify the correctness of raw data? I wanted to quit so badly at this point. Remember that three-month notice period in my contract? This is where it became relevant. Throughout 2020, various employees quit. However, the three-month notice term became a pain in the butt. It was highly difficult for anyone to find potential employers who'd be willing to wait three months for the notice period to end. Thus, employees had to either pay the penalty fees or put in their registration in advance before start looking for a job. Locals could take that risk. However, the expats needed to choose either to take a risk in leaving the country or pay the fees. Most of them chose to pay the fees. The worst thing I experienced about this contract clause was when one of my colleagues, who was one of the first employees of this company, decided to quit because her grandmother was about to die in a few weeks. Therefore, she wanted to go back home as soon as possible to spend the remaining time with her grandmother. Yet Dick still insisted that she had to pay the penalty fee. 
In every meeting, Dick would try his best to scare everyone by talking about these companies that went bankrupt and trying to remind us to be grateful for having jobs. I held my grudge and waited patiently until February of 2021. The pandemic was getting better and employers were starting to hire again. I got three job offers within the second week of the month. Thus, I submitted my resignation, which would be effective in May. Dick was furious. He knew that he couldn't lose me at this stage since I was the only one who could work with Dummy, but he was too arrogant to admit it. Instead, he gave me the worst counteroffer discussion anyone could have. He said that I was a coward for jumping ship during a crisis and I'd be a failure all my life if I chose to walk away now. He tried to talk about all the deals that would be coming in and I would miss out on working on those projects. He said that I should ignore the higher salary that the other companies might offer, that the pandemic was harsh for everyone, so I should stay to see his company's greatness. In the meantime, he said that I should ask for money from my parents or my wife's parents. Needless to say, the conversation didn't change my mind even a bit. When all of his efforts failed, he brought up his three-month notice period. He said that no company would be willing to wait three months and I had to pay him a penalty fee if I quit. Unfortunately, this is when his own policy backfired. During those three months, I intentionally made all the stupid mistakes that Fatty did. When Fatty complained, I simply responded, it's your responsibility to verify the information that I submitted. I also did my job very slowly. Thus, he basically had to pay me three months salary for the work that I normally completed in one week. Whenever Dick complained, I told him that he could fire me anytime. In that case, he would have to pay me three months salary as a penalty fee. Considering Dick always took advantage of his employees, he probably wanted to scream at me. However, this wasn't even the best part. By the end of April, an HR rep from Mackey approached me. She said that she got my contact from a business card that I gave to the senior executive several months ago. It turns out the executives were very impressed with my skills. They wanted to hire a new vice president and they viewed me as a high potential candidate. I took the offer and started working two weeks later. A few months later, Dick tried to use all of his connections to reach out to Mackey's chairman to propose his North American business property again. The chairman assigned my team to review the property one more time. Last time they were interested, but they didn't want to make an acquisition in the middle of a pandemic. This time, they felt the timing might be right and would like to explore more detail. My boss assigned me to look after the project. Since I knew everything about the property, he let me decide whether we should move forward with the deal. To be honest, the property was fine, and Dick had improved the property's performance very well since his acquisition. However, a year ago, when we first approached Mackey, Dick explained to me that he would screw every penny out of Mackey's pockets. So, I pointed out to my boss all the loopholes within Dick's business model and explained that we could be taken advantage of from these loopholes if we proceeded. Being a smart man, my new boss could sense something fishy about Dick. So, he asked me to speak more about my experience working for Dick. I told my boss basically everything that I told you guys. Not only did Mackie decide not to invest in Dick's properties, but they also blacklisted Dick from being potential vendors. So, as a result, Dick lost out on a $100 million deal. Man, it's funny that this guy said that you were going to be a failure for the rest of your life, when actually, you inflicted revenge so bad that it's going to sting this guy for the rest of his life. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Our next Reddit post is from It's Complicated. One summer, I was working as a server at a well-known pizza restaurant. It was in a small tourist town, so it was amazing money, and as a university student, this was all that mattered to me. The job was so horrible that I would go home wanting to quit. Then I would count my tips and decide, "Mm, maybe I could put up with it for one more day. The reason it was so horrible was because of the manager, Tracy. Tracy was a hot-headed, irrational, lying manipulator, and overall, a terrible human being. I watched her terrorize the other servers, and I kind of kept my head down to avoid it. Here are some examples of her being awful. She once screamed at me because the entire restaurant didn't have cutlery at the tables. Because the restaurant physically didn't have enough cutlery, and she was too cheap to order more. I was in the middle of filling drinks for a table when she made me stop and go into the kitchen to run the dishwasher. She then yelled at me because the table didn't have full drinks. This all happened in front of a guest who ended up saying something to Tracy about her behavior. After Tracy left, the guest assured me that she was going to report her. Another example is when a server was running her food. Tracy physically grabbed the server by the arm and pulled her back into the kitchen because that server didn't run the ticket before hers. They got into a screaming match and the cops were called. That server sent me photos of her bruised arm the next day. Tracy played the cops like a fiddle and was like, it never happened and batted her eyelashes. I'm not sure how she got away with that one. Also, my sister worked as the hostess and she was only making like $12 a week in tips. The other servers and I did the math and my sister should have been taking home like 40 bucks a night. Suspiciously, Tracy had a new boat and a new truck. One time my sister messed up something, I don't remember what, and Tracy took me into the back of the restaurant to scream at me. She was back there screaming at me for a full 15 minutes before the supervisor told her they needed me back out there. That supervisor was an angel, and she comes back into the story in a bit. Tracy's reputation in this town was awful. The locals would not eat there because of her. In a small community, everyone had a story about her. I would get sympathy when locals found out where I worked. So that gives you an idea of how bad Tracy was. The supervisors told the franchise owners about how bad the working conditions were, but every time they investigated, she would turn into a completely different person. She was kind and helpful, and working for that side of her wasn't so bad. But as soon as the owners left, the working conditions were awful again. 
it seemed like the owners were never going to catch Tracy in her natural element. The revenge part of my story began on my last day of work. We had a health inspection and we failed, so I knew that Tracy would be particularly awful that day. I looked at that angel of a supervisor and told her that if Tracy screamed at me, then I was walking out. The supervisor said that she wouldn't blame me and said that she didn't know why I put up with it for so long. So anyways, Tracy came in, and of course, she starts yelling at me until I start crying. I finished my last table and walked out, taking my sister with me. Down two staff members, the restaurant was in trouble. We drove by it 30 minutes later, and there was a line up out the door because there was no hostess seating people. Tracy had to seat people and serve my section. When I got home, I messaged all the staff that had quit over the summer. I told them that I was whistleblowing and that they should too. The girl who was physically assaulted ended up writing a letter and sending in photos of her bruised arm. My letter ended up being two pages long, single space, and included everything I've mentioned, with an emphasis on Tracy having two different personalities when the franchise owners were there. A few months later, my sister got a message from the dishwasher saying that Tracy got fired and the angel supervisor took her position. Because of that, I decided to go back working for them the following summer. I was hired immediately. While working there, I discovered the results of my actions. This restaurant was rated the lowest in the country under Tracy's management. This, coupled with the whistleblowers and the customer complaints, resulted in serious investigation. I don't remember how high up in the company this guy was, but a really high person in the company ended up working in the restaurant undercover. This guy observed Tracy's behavior for two weeks. After the two weeks, this guy told Tracy, here's the step-by-step -step plan of how we're going to fix the restaurant. Her response was, who the f*** do you think you are? I guess when he told her, the expression on her face was priceless. I wish I saw it. Anyways, she obviously got fired and is now working at a fast food pizza place in the same town. The place is always empty because the locals still actively boycott her. That was our slash pro revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.